What's going on, everybody? This is episode 237 of the Dark Windows podcast. And he's Kevin. My name's Kevin. Yes, that's what I said. I know. And I'm Kevin. Yep. And, so, uh... so apparently, I, I learned something about Kevins today. Like, you know, we have our, our three levels of Kevins where they're either nice assholes or psychopaths. Yes. It's apparently a a uh, an insult in Germany uh, because uh, Kevin is basically a male Karen. Which I take some serious fucking offense to, I, and I would like to speak to the manager of Germany. Yes, I am. I yes. Is it still? Is it still? What's your name? The little, the fat little dumpy bitch there with the terrible haircut? Huh? I don't know. No. That that looks like a Nazi war criminal. What? No. Angela Merkel, Merkel, Megal, Mogel. I don't know. She looks like she walked out of a Willy Wonka movie, though. I don't know. Yeah, she looks like a Gustus Gloop kind of. Uh oh. You know Augustus, yeah. No. Yeah. Fat fuck getting stuck in the pipes. It's Tawanka. I mean, let's be real though. Who wouldn't get stuck in the fucking chocolate pipes? I would. I would. Well, I would die happy too. You would. Like, oh no, I'm going to drown in liquid chocolate. Oh yeah, no. Yeah. Only thing worse than this would be tits, I guess. But uh, I guess. Yeah. Um, anyway, so what's what's uh, this week? So don't often start off with this, but I'm going to use some words here that are going to make some people upset. Um, Webster's Dictionary defines the word cunt. As one, and obviously obscene, the female genital organs also sexual intercourse with a woman. Two, usually disparaging or obscene term towards a woman. We're going to go with option number two this time because we are talking about Irma Grace, who if you look up the word cunt in a dictionary, you may find her picture next to it. Okay. Because she was. Okay. Okay. Oh, here we go with this fucking name already. Irma Ilsa Ida Grace. <laughs> How much more fucking German can you get? That's just this. Fuck me sideways. So uh-huh. she comes slithering forth from her mother's nether regions October 7th of 1923 in the town of Felderberg, Slendenschaft, uh, which is in the northwestern, no, I'm sorry, northeastern corner of Germany. Um, it's about 135 kilometers north of Berlin. Okay. Um, she's the third of five born to Alfred and Berta or Bertha the, her mother's name varies, but we're not going to worry about that because she doesn't stick around too long. Um, her childhood fairly normal, according to most people, how a lot of these start regular childhood, whatever it was 1920 in the you know, 1920s in Germany, uh-huh. just like Peter Curtin, you know, that the Germans are already a, 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 a strict and very, They don't have a lot of personality back then. They're just very conservative and, you know, this is the way it is. Yeah. They're Germans. You get out of the line, they're going to fucking beat you. They have out everywhere, though. Yeah, but... N- Even here. But nobody else had fairy tales about children being murdered because they didn't do their chores. Okay, That well, was Germany. Well, that's where we got them from them. Right. Yeah, we mean. learned it from watching you, Dad. You know. Yeah. Um, um. Uh, so one of her older sisters does recall that she was did pr- kind of poor in school. Um, and she was kind of a bitch because she would go around causing trouble and not handle it on her own. And she would have her older siblings fight it for her. Okay. One of these people, you know, she's real smart. shit bag. Huh? She's wicked smart. No, she's not. She's an asshole. There's a difference. <laughs> she's, she's a younger, a younger sibling. Okay. Not something that w- either one of us could relate with because uh-huh. we're always the ones that fucking a again. Yeah. Yeah, they're always causing shit. We have to figure it out. Because if not, who gets yelled at? Us, the older ones. So 
this is pretty common. Like we all kind of had that friend or sibling growing up that did this shit. They'd cause trouble. They'd break something. And we were the ones that got our asses kicked for it. You know, we had to pay for it. Uh huh. Yeah. So I had that. So disaster strikes in 1936 when the truth about her father, not being able to keep his dick in his pants comes out. Um, turns out he'd been screwing around with the daughter of a local bar owner. Um, Mom, Berta, handles it very well. Very, very well-grounded woman. Level-headed. Um, drinks a glass of hydrochloric acid. Um, and hung around just long enough to be found by the kids. And uh, and Alfred. Um, Irma was 13 when she found her mother convulsing and foaming with blood and drool coming out of her mouth on the floor. Um, and from what all of them said, except for, uh, you know, come to find out Irma won't be able to explain later on in her life about this. But uh, according to the other, the other kids, as soon as Alfred saw this, he left and made them clean it up. So, because you know, it's not, it's a, it's the women's duty to clean up after all. And I have two older daughters. So yeah, yeah, get to it. You know? Um, so there's been speculation, there's been speculation for a while that her parents were physically abusive to the kids but none of the other ones turned out the way that she's about to um, verbal and emotional abuse in 1920s Germany. Yeah, probably, you know, shit happens. 1920s everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Were they going out and cutting the own switch? Probably. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's just how it was. Um, seeing your mother flopping around on the floor with all this shit coming out of your, out of her mouth and eyes rolled up and bleeding from the nose and eyes and mouth. That'll change you as a, person especially when you're in a very formative period of your life as a as a young child yeah uh for sure so this kind of this kicked off irma's teenage rebellious years a little early so she drops out of school at 13 um in case you haven't quite put it all together yet 1936 germany shit's about to get spicy in case we haven't mentioned that before, uh-huh. um, a little thing called World War II happens. Um, Hitler's been chancellor for a few years at this point. He's already pushed the beer hall um, a few years previously, and everything is coming up swastikas for old Hitler. You know, everything's good in the fatherland. Uh-huh. Guys with brown shirts. Yes. You know, there's long knives. There's broken glass. Yes. Shit's good. Shit's good if you're German. Exactly. You know, and, but not so much if you're a Nazi or a Jew in Germany. Eh, debatable no <laughs> <coughs> you're trying to tell me the jews had it bad at some point in time in history that's bullshit man I mean, they control the weather come on i mean that's my favorite jewish conspiracy by the way is that they have control and access to controlling the weather i don't give a fuck about hollywood they can make thunderstorms it's, it's fantastic it's a possibility it's fantastic that there is a super jew somewhere and it, it is i don't know where they would hide just with a weather machine Fucking He's thunder, off. lightning, hurricanes, and shit. That he or she is Oz. Exactly. <laughs> Don't look at the small Jew behind the curtain. <laughs> uh, so, I didn't realize how bad it was between World War One and World War Two. There had been twenty-one different governments that had come and gone before Hitler got there. So, I mean, stability was not a thing for no. Germans. It was. It was bad. So, I mean, and she was born right in the middle there between World War One, World War II. Um, so, obviously, the big one takes over in 1933 in the National Socialist Party. Um, 
And women actually played a fairly large part in the different governments throughout the history of Germany there. Not surprisingly, would also play a part in the Nazi party. Um, and a lot of them just, they got really, really into it. Just like a lot of regular Germans, they got fucking whipped up into a frenzy because this silver tongued piece of shit came out of the woodwork. And he's like, Hey, listen, y'all like Odin. <laughs> you like Wagner like me? Cause I fucking really like Wagner. So we could like ride of the Valkyries, this bitch and get rid of the Polacks and the Jews and the retards and the fucking blacks, the blacks, like all three of them that are in Germany at this point and, in time. And we can't anyway. get, we can't get rid of Jesse Owens. We tried, but he was too goddamn fast. We couldn't catch him, you know, but, uh, so the important thing to remember with this woman here is that she never knew peace in Germany because she was born after the beer hall putsch and all that shit. It's true. So she never knew a day of peace in Germany. Well, I mean, I mean, obviously there was peace, but it, it wasn't was. stable. It, shit was weird because everything was constantly fluctuating. You had a bunch of inflation, you know, it, it, it's, it's a, it was a weird time. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then as Hitler comes more into power, Nazi ideals become more of a, a day-to-day household kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, regular people, including children are being indoctrinated into this shit daily. Mm-hmm. Like every, everybody's into it. Oh yeah. Fucking, you know, and then they realize how bad it was and go, oh, man, this this is bad. But it was already too late because you're already, you know, fucking into it. Um, it's kind of like gone this far. Yeah. Keep going. It's kind of like when you join a cult and vote for someone specifically because of what tag they have at the end of their name being a, a D or an R. And you vote for that person regardless because they're not of the other party. <coughs> Weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's like instead of like looking at the person's values and voting for them as a person, you just vote for the whole thing and then wonder why shit sucks when that happens constantly. I voted I, but you know, I voted L or I, yeah, I don't vote. I don't vote. I No, no. I is independent. Yeah. But independent is just a fancy word for fucking Democrat. (laughs) Generally (laughs) trying to tell me Bernie Sanders is actually an independent. No, he's fucking not. Not even fucking close. That's like saying, yeah, I voted for George Bush. He's an independent. No, he's not. No, no. So pertaining to the kids in particular, the fear banned all youth organizations, including like organized sports and stuff at school. And he replaced them with the youth Corps, which made up the Hitler youth, which was uh, for the boys, which was actually, believe it or not, based almost completely on the Boy Scouts of America model. Uh-huh. Um, uniforms, the whole fucking shooting match. So, I mean, I guess between eugenics and the Boy Scouts, we kind of fucked up Europe. <laughs> you know? I mean, we had Nazis here. We sure did. Um, and one of them built a bunch of fucking cars. And they continue to build cars. And one of them built a fucking attraction, too. Which one? You know. And whereas he created a fictional character, that I don't know. If, had, I don't know if Walt years. Disney was a, a a Nazi. I know yes, he didn't he like Cubans. He was a Nazi. Yeah, probably he was. It explains the uh... a lot of people in and and there in that time that were the rich elite, the Fords, the Rockefellers, they were Nazis. Makes sense. You know, like real actual Nazis, not like 
you voted for someone different than I voted for Nazis. Yeah. 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 Um, and then we had the uh, the Bund Detscher Madel, which was the League of German Girls. Uh-huh. Um, Irma being young and wanting to be part of something and obviously, of obviously course. help the fatherland because uh. it's all about Germany. We're all about Germany up in this bitch. So she joins at the age of 16. She also joined before it was mandatory for every child to, jo- to join one of these organizations. Uh-huh. So she enlisted. Like this, this is like when you talk about the dudes from Vietnam that did some crazy shit and you're like, oh, he didn't get drafted. Motherfucker volunteered to do this. Um, so after she ran away from home um, and dropped out of school, she worked on a farm for a bit, which completed her mandatory time of Lanfordjaren, which is land service, which is mandatory for kids. Um, you had to know how to work the land and tend crops and shit like that. Um, and then she worked in a shop for a little bit also, just like as cashier kind of whatever, shopkeeper or whatever, um, before joining the the League of German Girls. Um, so keep in mind this, it was compulsory to join. You had to fucking join. Yeah. But she did it again. Um, and, and the compulsory thing started from the age of eight. If you were between the ages of eight and 18, or I'm sorry, eight and eight and 16 for boys, eight and 18 for girls, because as soon as you turn 17, motherfucker, you got a dick, grab a gun. You're gone. Yeah. Because the Germans didn't give a fuck. They were, they'd send 17 year olds out there. They didn't give a shit. I mean, fucking uh, Dick Winter shot one, blasted that little shit right in the chest, and had flashbacks on the train. (laughs) Tried to tell me that kid was fucking 15 years old? No. He was was maybe 15. Little SS cocksucker, and he just got (laughs) blasted. (laughs) Then he had bad dreams on the train, which, I mean, whatever. It happens. PTSD, fuck it, who cares? Um, So... You had to also fit the standard, the quote-unquote standard, uh, for a German. Standard. Uh, yes. yes. You yeah. had to have the blue hair, uh, blonde hair, blue eyes. Yeah. Mostly, you had to be ethnically German. Oh. You couldn't have any, like, filthy Polak blood or Russian blood or anything like that. Your family had to be German. Even though that little fucking Nazi bastard, that little fucking, fucking Charlie Chaplin fucking mustache-loving dickhead was austrian same difference though austria was part of the german empire so close enough whatever this is deutschland and besides it's do as i say not as i do it's exactly it's what it is it's deutschland hitler was everybody's dad when he's having a bad day you know he wants (coughs) he he wants it all the deutschland back together um so you had to be a, a ethnically german a german citizen and free from any, quote, hereditary diseases. Ah, so no Jew. Yeah. No Juden. Yeah. Uh, no, no Jews. Uh, if your family's ever worked in a carnival, you're fucking out of here. So no no Juden, no no gypsy. Yeah. Uh, God oh. help you if you were black. And then, yeah, what the, whatever they, the they use for uh, black, but there is... Uh, Mud people. No. Oh, no, they, I was like, well, that was, was one of them, but... No, there's... Uh, Whatever they call uh, refer to it as, but anyway, um, yeah, it was like you couldn't be any of that. Yeah, so the kids would often be brought together for meetups and campfires, and they would go through what they would call cultural education, uh-huh. which was learning about folklore, training in sports, and physical fitness. Uh-huh. Okay, 
so the the training pretty pretty different between boys Later and the girls. On down the road, you get to learn how to use a weapon. Yeah. So I know Luga. Y'all ever run a gas oven before? You know how to start a you know how to start a pilot light? Well, we're gonna teach you. No, 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 no. They didn't get that far. Oh, they did. But listen, uh, but listen, folks. Once they get into, I know you're small now, but when you get bigger, you're gonna be able to crank that handle over and just really give and them. What the gas. you don't know is, in about five, six years, six years ish, about. You're going to be our last defense yeah. in Berlin. Yeah, and guess what's going to happen? Some dude from Kentucky is going to come over here and shoot you in the fucking head. And he's going to laugh about it. Because you deserved it. Because you're a piece of shit, little but, Nazi fuck. But those little Nazi bastards, they fucking held out they a sure did. long goddamn time. They sure did. You have to give them that. Yeah, and there's a little thing that... Again, I wanted to do Nazi shenanigans involving this, but I can't until I cover the guy that came up with the idea. It was uh, Operation Verwolf, ah. which was, holy shit. There's there's potential that it's still going on. Okay. Let's put it that way. Wouldn't put it past anybody? Yeah. Yeah. Nazi sleeper cells, buddy. Mm-hmm. Nazi sleeper cells. Um, so, where was I? I don't know. Uh, okay, so the training between boys and girls is very different. Um, the boys are trained in like survival skills, mechanics, light combat stuff. Um, whereas the girls are being trained more in homemaking and, uh-huh. you know, rearing children Yes, because some of them, if things had gone correctly, some of them, the more physically gifted, I would say, yes. and perfectly Aryan would be sent off to the breeding camps, uh-huh. which never happened, thank Christ. Uh, well, wow. on the on the scale that they wanted them to it happen. It actually did happen. But not like on the scale that he wanted, where he basically wanted human farms of just Aryan women churning well, out fucking broods of kids. It didn't, it didn't happen because, well, the war was starting to go south. Yeah. But he started yeah. with his uh, his higher ops. He oh, I know. He actually was like, but... okay... People in his thing, they're like, okay, you have blonde hair, blue eyes. You have blonde hair, blue eyes. Right. Okay, you two are going to fucking But it was fuck. it was supposed to be a large-scale thing where it yeah. would have just basically been. Well, that's but it's what he wanted, though. Right. He wanted to have the pure race. Well, you know what? Maybe he could have. If he, hadn't, if he hadn't suck-started a pistol in Argentina somewhere. Hmm? Hmm? Yeah, I went there. Um <laughs> uh, <coughs> well, um, supposedly he suck started the Luger. Yeah, I don't believe that shit. He took the Luger in his in in, in to his mouth. Yeah, no. no. So I know Luger in, but poof. Nah, I don't buy it. Here, I don't buy it. I don't believe it. I don't buy it. No, he had fucking rat ways and stuff. Um. So another thing that the girls were trained in was uh Rosenshad, which is uh how to well how, they were taught how to avoid Rosenshad, I should say, which um translates from German as racial defilement. Because, uh, you know, basically we're going to teach you how to spot, uh, you know, some of them, uh, them Jews. You don't breed with them. Oh, yeah. you didn't. No, you don't do that because, you know, well, that's I bad. Mean, they couldn't tell, you know, I mean, first off, they couldn't tell them apart initially. But then right. they got the armbands. Right. And then, you know, obviously once they get older, the horns come in with uh-huh. the tail and stuff. Yes. So, uh-huh. and then you know that they've become mature when they start laying eggs. Uh-huh. Like, we, we've seen Borat. We know how it works. You know? Um, I haven't, but that's okay. You've never seen Borat? No. Oh, my God. Uh, Fucking I sweet can't... summer child. It's such a good movie. I just don't, I don't know. I don't find, I don't know. Yeah. 
So, um, so Irma joined because she knew that this would piss her old man off. Okay. She joins up with, with them voluntarily because she knew it was going to make her dad mad. Um, he was in the, he was a Nazi also, but his was more out of requirement than enjoyment because he owned a pretty large dairy farm uh-huh. and he was a Nazi by force, not choice. Uh-huh. So kind of like how a lot of people were communists by force, not choice. Uh-huh. Um, but he, she knew that voluntarily doing it would piss her father off. And she still hated her father's guts because his, her father made her mother kill herself for fuck's sakes because he couldn't keep his fucking dick in his pants. Payback's a bitch, motherfucker. Right. Um, so her father described her as a solemn conservative child that would go to church regularly. Um, and it made him sad to see her join with such a... Uh, Fire, I guess, would be the way to put it. Now, I kind of want to jump back here a little bit on this little bitch. Um, well, well the, the League of German Girls, she showed a lot of interest in becoming a nurse. And at the age of 18, she got her wish, and she was assigned to uh, Hoylenschen. I, I butchered that, but I don't really care. Um, this was a sanitarium. It's a specialized sanitarium run by the fucking SS. Oh, really? Yeah. So... Imagine how we treated people here in sanitariums. Oh. Okay. Then imagine that the Nazis are running one. Uh-huh. Yeah. Where you can be sent to a sanitarium for, you know, such diseases as Judaism. Um, so she worked pretty closely with a guy by the name of Dr. Carl Gebhard um, as, as his assistant. She never became a nurse. That's Carl with a K. <laughs> yeah. It is Carl with a K, actually. And it's Gebhardt with an R. D T at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so she never actually became a nurse because she, he said that she wasn't bright enough to be a nurse, but she was basically a surgical assistant. Um, you have great tits, but you know, whatever. Yeah. Well, <laughs> she was gross. Like, like there's so many people like, Oh, she was pretty attractive by concentration. Can't standards. Maybe by like modern, like, eh, she's like a three. She more likely it was like, you got a great set of boobs. You know, your your medical skills suck, So, but because of your boobs, I'm going to keep you around. No, she was kind of an idiot. That's why he was like, oh, she's not really smart enough to be a nurse. But, like, it's an extra set of hands. She's basically a female orderly. Uh-huh. You know? Um, so most of the people agree that, again, that's probably wise, because she's pretty fucking dumb. Um, but uh, she was real fond of getting her hands in there and helping Gebhardt out on uh, particularly one procedure called bone grafting. Ooh. Um, if you don't know what bone grafting is, it's basically a bone transplant yeah. where you take yeah, out yeah. either diseased or damaged bone and you replace it, uh-huh. usually with cadaver stuff. Um, but since we're talking about Nazis, you can imagine it's probably not from cadavers, and there's probably not a whole lot of anesthesia going on there. Sometimes they take bone grafting now, and sometimes they take it from... <laughs> different parts of your body right. sometimes. But, but cad- cadaver bone grafting is super common. Yeah. Um, they, they still do that a lot. Um, but again, this is the Nazis. And uh, I wouldn't expect any sympathy from a guy who was actually the personal doctor to Heinrich Himmler and up until right around the time he died. So this guy was a fucking monster too. But we just don't remember his name because he wasn't a buck-toothed little fuck in Auschwitz. But he was doing some gross stuff, too. Um, So after a few months of the sanitarium, her supervisor had her reassigned to Ravensbrück concentration camp. 
um, where she would train as part of the female SS auxiliary. So Ravensbrook is a female-only concentration camp. Hmm. Um, it's uh, and this this was one of the very first female-only camps that was commissioned by Himmler. Um, of course, that fucking weasel. And surprisingly, for a while at the very beginning, it wasn't overcrowded. You know, it was it was built for about thirty thousand people, and when she got there, there was only like twenty thousand people there. So you had room to move, uh-huh. as opposed to how it's going to be in the future, where it's built for thirty thousand, it's holding ninety thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So. So that that you know, um, and once obviously the overcrowding started, they uh, they fixed it, quote unquote, by turning it into a uh, extermination through work camp, mm. as you do. Ah, um, so, mock fry. Yeah, fucking, I hate that so much. <laughs> I fucking uh, can't stand it. Uh, that, that's the, I'm uh, that had to have been, that had to have been one of the worst. Things to see each and every single day. I mean, some people only saw it the once, though. You know, on your way in. But uh, imagine seeing that and going, maybe. Eh. No, no, not so much, bud. Um, so the largest contingent of women in this uh, facility were Poles. Um, and they fell victim to the same kind of shit that would be common elsewhere, like working people to death, medical experimentation, mass liquidations, stuff like oh, that. Oh, wait, hold on. This is... This is oh this so this is uh, Eastern Germany. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I yeah. Uh, uh, okay. Um, so it's it's almost like close to Dachau. Yeah, it's 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 right up in that same neck of the woods, kind of. Okay. Um, so the gas chambers at the camp were constructed in 1944, um, and at its height, anywhere from 80 to 100 women were dying a day just as the result of being worked to death. That's not going to the chambers or being shot. That's work-related accidents or. Yeah. You know, exhaustion. Yep. Um, the female guards at Ravensbrook numbered about 150 at the most, and they were responsible for the death of 50,000 people. So, yeah. Um, and uh, about most of, the, most of those were through working again in starvation, and about another 2,200 passed through the gas chamber. So they didn't use the chambers that much here, but... Uh, they just, it doesn't matter, because you're still being a giant piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, and she was a piece of shit by Nazi standards. Put, put it that way. Okay. okay. So Ravensbrück was, was used basically as a training camp for female guards. Um, and in 1943, she became Aufsteerhaven, which was a guard or overseer. Okay. After training under, uh, oh, another rotten, rotten cunt, Dorothea Benz. She was the Oberausterfeher. Oh. So she was the head female yeah. guard. Okay. Yeah. Um, and she personally trained all of these female guards. And she would walk around her camp with one hand on her German shepherd's leash and another on a whip. And she would just arbitrarily pick people at random to be sent to the gas chambers or executed right where they stood. Um, and she was not above using the dog for it either. And, uh, Irma kind of looked up to her as, like, this is what I need to become. Yeah. Um, so thankfully at the end of the war, this miserable bitch was hung until she died by the Allies. Um, in her honor, Irma would go on and get her own dogs 
had two German Shepherds and a whip, and she also mixed in some good heavy-ass kicking boots. Um, so March of 1943, uh, the call to the bullpen has been made, and she has been reassigned to the big leagues. She is headed to Auschwitz and Birkenau. Oh. Yeah. Um, oh, boy. Would yeah. They, they kill people wholesale. Yeah. So she goes there they as like, a... Come on in. Take a load off. So, of, of course, you know, when, when you get called up from the minors to the, the big leagues, you're obviously not just getting thrown into the starting lineup. Um, she started off as a telephone operator and uh, would work her way up very quickly to the head of the gardening crew. Well, the feared gardening crew. Well. Um, which... Honestly, I'd read some stories about what the gardening crews did, and apparently um, human ash makes a very good fertilizer. Mm -hmm. So they had good plants there, put it that way. Um, so on her way there, before she even gets to Auschwitz, she decides to stop home and visit Dad. She shows up in her full SS gear, head to toe, and her dad saw her when she opened the door, and he beat the fuck out of her in the kitchen. And uh, as she's getting up, he's like, never come home again. Ever. Okay? She's like 18 at this point in time. Her dad just kicked the dog shit out of her. Not well enough, in my opinion. I'm not one for hitting women or even entertaining the idea of hitting a woman. But this bitch needed it. I'm surprised you even got that far because being... You know, SS. She was traveling by herself. Yeah, but the thing is, though, being SS, she could have went back and said, Hey, my dad just did this, and he's fucking done. Executed. <clears throat> no, they'd fucking shoot him. They would have shot him. Oh, yeah, for sure. Right in his own fucking house. Um, I'm sorry, she was 19 when she gets to Auschwitz. Um, she was actually the youngest female guard at Auschwitz. The average was about 26. Um... Funnily enough, the youngest guard on record in the war, though, was from uh, Grosso Rosen, and he was a 15-year-old boy that was running guard duty. Which, fucking hell. You don't even have your driver's license yet, dude. And you're like, ah, let's do this instead. Um, so she showed up within days of the four massive crematoriums being finished. Kind of a harbinger there. Um, this is obviously the crown jewel of the Nazi extermination machine. Auschwitz was their fucking... It was their thing. Mm -hmm. um, wow, it was Yosef's. Right. But when it came to getting rid of people en masse, Auschwitz was was the big leagues. Well, of course. It was wholesale. It was like, this is how we do it. Yeah. They, they really made it... They showed their efficiency uh -huh. with that one, um, which is unfortunate. So the first prisoner would roll through the doors May, for, uh, May of 1940, and within... A month, the first mass transport came in. This is when the cattle cars started coming in. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't realize how big the facility actually was. It's made up of about, of about 50 satellite facilities in the area. It's huge. It's not just one camp. It's There's yeah. other sub-camps around it. And unfortunately, obviously, the workhorse, and it killed well over a million people um, just in Auschwitz alone. In May of 1944, she was promoted to... Oberfierschhausen, which was her oh. old buddy's title, yeah. so she becomes the head female guard um, and is given command of Birkenau B2-C, uh, B2 which held over 30,000 prisoners. Um, prisoners that survived this all kind of said the same thing, that she was uncommonly cruel, even among the other guards, which is saying something 
when you're a Nazi and people are like, wow, she's really, really fucking mean compared to the other ones. So, uh, she, uh, well, you know, we're going to take a break here because right, this next detail is like kind of, we'll just take a break. All right. Uh, she had a tendency to find and target women who had particularly large chests, let's put it. Um, any infraction that any of these women came up with would result in her personally stripping them down and whipping them across the tits, specifically the nipples. Um, one prisoner said, quote, the, woman, uh, the women had learned to dread her attention, the least of which meant being lashed across the nipples. The least of getting her attention. So if you kicked a rock accidentally and it bumped into her fucking shiny boots, you're getting your tits beat. You know? Um, and these women were, you know, they were obviously given medical attention, but not by a, not by a German doctor because you guys are scum. You're less, you're less than human. Um, they'd be treated by an inmate doctor, which thankfully inmate doctors were actually doctors yeah. that were also inmates. Yeah. So they knew what they were doing. Um, but they were, of course, not given the equipment that they would actually need to, no, no, no. to do procedures. Like, you know, shit like clean instruments and antiseptics and anesthesia, whatever. You don't need any of that shit. Yeah. Get a plastic fork, figure it out. Um, Gisela Pearl, who was, uh, who was one of the main inmate doctors here, said, quote, um, uh, before I go into that, Irma had a tendency to make sure that anytime one of these women was having a procedure to get sewn up, she was there. Personally. Front row seats. Um, and Gisela Pearl, who was the inmate doctor, said, quote, I happened to look up and saw a horrible sight that will haunt me for the rest of my life. Irma Grease was enjoying the sight of this human suffering. Her tense body swayed back and forth in a rhythmic motion. Her cheeks flushed and her eyes wide open. Staring with a staring look of complete sexual paroxysm. She always came to watch the operations of the women whose breasts had been sliced open and infected with, and infected with bacteria and lice that were all over the camp. Irma Grease always arrived and would kick the patient if their screams interrupted her pleasure. She would often shake in an orgasmic fashion and saliva would run from the corners of her mouth. She's a fucking freak, dude. Like, she's into some freak shit. You're not supposed to kink shame people anymore, but yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, dude. This she was a fucking animal. Yeah. So the inmates, uh, obviously, you don't work in the camp. Um, they're forced to walk about ten miles every morning for work detail, and uh, Irma would, you know, ride her bike with her German shepherds frolicking next to her like puppies. Um, uh, she she loved her dogs, you know. Th that's like the one redeeming quality that anybody ever comes up with with Nazis. Like, well, they were nice to their dogs. No, they weren't. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hitler loved his dogs. That's great. Trying to tell me that he wouldn't have fucking sicked them on a ghetto somewhere personally if he got the chance to? Of course he would have. You know. Um. But she always uh she 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 liked to make her dogs work. Um. One inmate recalled one day while pushing a cart full of rocks uphill. Um, they come up to the crest of the hill, and they kind of lost control of it coming down the other side. And uh, the wagon tipped over, and rocks are fucking all over the place. And 
Irma was upset by this, and she turned her dogs loose. Um, one of them mauled a Polish girl to death, while the other one grabbed a Russian girl by the head um, and just shook her until she stopped moving as well. Um, so as the Polish girl is still alive, um, she would get close enough to see what the dogs were doing, um, and um, this got her all hot and bothered, watching her dogs rip people apart. And uh, the, the same inmate used... It's It kind of made my skin crawl when I read it. Uh, described her as, quote, having an angel face and snake eyes. Like, yeah, yeah, because you're looking at a fucking demon. Like, that's exactly what's going on here. Um, she would also single out pregnant women, buddy. Uh, and her favorite thing to do with pregnant women is she would make sure that she was there when they were going into labor. And she would tie their legs together with a leather belt. Um, this would obviously make the already incredibly painful process of giving birth even worse. And it resulted in every single child dying that she did this to. Because they don't have enough room to come out of the birth canal. So they would suffocate, their heads would squash or whatever. And yeah. Um, and she fucking loved this. She loved it. So anybody, anyone who's ever experienced childbirth, um, or been there for it, consider how that would have been with, you know, yourself or your partner trying to do that with their knees tied together with a leather belt and having to sit there and watch it and not be able to do anything. So... <sighs> yeah, Irma was one that uh, she liked. To, she liked to make sure she was looking good. You know, we got these fucking crisp, like badass, nice Hugo Boss uniforms. Um, she came into by one way or another. A lot of really nice, expensive jewelry, even some nice perfume. And um, she'd make sure that she was all dolled up, you know, looking good. And uh, she'd spray herself up with perfume, and she would walk very, very close to inmates. Because that's just another, another just way to dehumanize somebody to be like, oh yeah, look at this. You can't even have it. Um, no, no, no. Thing is, it probably was theirs. Oh no, no, but no, like, like at herself, total, like, oh yeah, you want this, but you can't get it, can you? Yeah. Um, and she would often say to anybody that would listen to her, after the war, I'm going to be a big name. I'm going to be in films. You'll see my name in the lights. So, she also drew the attention of other Nazi guards, um, including the camp commandant, Josef Kramer, um, who she was, uh, she was pretty well shacked up with. At one point in time, people thought they were married, as much time that they spent together. Um, but she was also, she had a side piece. Like, oh. she was getting it. The, uh, the camp's chief surgeon, Josef Mengele. <sighs> of course those two were fucking. Yeah, yeah. Sick bastard. Bunch of just fucking snakes, just like... Sick bastard and sick bastard. Yeah. 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 Um, a lot of people said that they'd, they'd caught them more than once having sex in surgical rooms um, with patients in any... In, in different states, let's put it, um, being alive or dead. But they were... I don't just fucking front of them. Who cares? Um, and, uh, oh, she also... Fucked lesser guards and even prisoners, uh, male or female, didn't matter. 
Um, and the way she would do this, this is really fucking weird. She would target, like, a prisoner and be like, okay, I want that. And uh, she'd pull him off to the side and be like, you're not really Jewish. And she'd have sex with him. And most of the time, immediately afterwards, she'd have him executed. Mm-hmm. Because she's a fucking spider. You know? Um, they raped me. Or they did something to me. Oh, no. It, it, you didn't even have to do that. She's like, well, no, get rid of him. True. You don't have to justify it. You're in a fucking death true, camp. True, true, true. Um, at one point in time, she gets pregnant. Don't know who it was f- from, whether it be one of her higher-ups, a guard, a prisoner. I mean, obviously not a female prisoner, because that doesn't work. Um, but uh, she decides, I need an abortion, which was illegal in Germany at the time. Even under the Nazis, they're like, nah, abortion's not happening. So she goes back to Pearl, uh, Gisela Pearl, our inmate doctor, and uh, politely asked her for an abortion at gunpoint. Um, uh, and Pearl obviously objected not, uh, not just on, you know, legal but also moral grounds. And then Irma's like, ha, bitch, this is a Luger. You're going to suck this thing out of me. Um, I couldn't imagine... I don't know exactly what goes into an abortion procedure-wise. I can't imagine it's comfortable. I also couldn't imagine holding somebody at gunpoint while you're doing that. I don't know. I mean, for a guy, would that be like holding somebody at gunpoint to make them give you a prostate exam? I don't know what the fuck goes into it. Prostate exam, they stuff your like fingers up your ass. Why does he? Why do you have his hands in my pockets when I got mine done then? Oh man. So come January of nineteen. I'm just trying to make a joke here. Like I wanted to so bad because this is fucking awful. Um. Come January of 1945, the Soviets are starting to close in on the camp. Um, so everyone was, quote, evacuated from Auschwitz. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so Irma would go back to Ravensbrück, and uh, she was only there for a few months. And she would be reassigned to another one. So she's going from one powerhouse to another because she's going to Bergen-Belsen next. Mm. Yeah. Um, it's like going from the Yankees to the Dodgers, man. Like, you're in the fucking big leagues. You're in the playoffs here. Yeah. Um, so she got even worse here somehow. The end of the war is on the horizon. Food's starting to run out. and uh, Well, because Bergen-Belsen was like the last stronghold pretty yeah. much, I think. Um, so on that side. Here, well, she was here. Obviously, it's all hands on deck for food. And uh, she would help peeling potatoes and stuff like that. And she would take piles of the potato skins, which, if you're starving for fucking food, why are you peeling potatoes? Just eat them. You think you're better than the Irish? Fuck you. Wash them and eat them. Eat them like an apple. Pussy. Um, so she would intentionally take armfuls of these potato peelings and just kind of drop them out in the middle of, of the camp to get rid of them. Well, I were throwing them out. Um, and then she would hide behind something and wait until... Inmates would come over and try to grab them and scrounge up for actual food and um, would just jump out and grab them and have the guards do whatever to them. Um, individuals or the entire group, it didn't matter. So, I mean, last time I checked, that's called entrapment. It's illegal, but we're also dealing with Nazis. Nice. So Nothing's illegal there. Right. It's a fucking free-for-all. Um, 
Another thing she would do is she would make prisoners hold large rocks over their head during roll call. Um, she'd also force inmates to stand in the snow for up to seven or eight hours at a time. Yep. You stand still. You don't move. You stand in the snow. Um, Probably without shoes on. Of course. That's, why, that's where the mountains of shoes came from, was from the inmates, because they weren't allowed to have them. <laughs> well, the mountains of shoes was because they were fucking just put in the gas chamber as yeah. they got off the fucking yeah. train. They were like, hey, you gotta take a shower now. But, but like, you, you, you think they're, they're gonna, gonna let them have their shoes? They think you're gonna have people that you're allowing to live have shoes either? No, fuck them. Well, they had to. I mean, a little bit. No, they didn't. They did, though. They These are war criminals. They just kind of do what they want. You know? Um, things got even worse because her old boyfriend. Um, Kramer shows up, and, um, he, he really got into it with her with, like, she, he would stand with, they would stand with each other while they're watching people hold rocks over their heads during roll call, and, like, holding hands and being all cutesy and shit, like they're in fucking Greece or something, um, and if you drop the rock, they would personally beat the shit out of you and then have the guards beat the shit out of you. Um, they, they would actually refer to these two as a couple, as the Beasts of Belzin, um, even though that collectively they were there for less than a month together mm. so april 15th finally some good news 1945 the brits show up and they take the camp um most of the ss people fled except for about 40 to 50 of them and she was one of them that decided to stay um because i think in her head she thought there's no way in hell that i'm going to pay for this because i'm above everybody i'm a head guard at you know um, so as the Brits are going through the camp, just going through stuff, she's following these guys around, berating them, yelling at them, giving them shit for place, going into places that she told them were off limits. Um, and some of the guys were a little off put by this because this woman is a prisoner and she still thinks that she holds any sway over these guys. Um, so they basically told her to fuck off. Apparently one of them even like... Nobody was looking, and he, like, popped her, in the cho- popped her in the chops with a rifle butt, which, I mean, oh, no. <laughs> Referee's not looking. You ain't going to the fucking box for that one, buddy. Exactly. You know. No high stick in there, um, bitch. Then she continued to run her mouth after they shackled her, so they forced her to bury bodies by hand Ooh. with the rest of them. Mm-hmm. Because the female guards, they, the Brits, being gentlemen, obviously, the female, they, they're probably nurses. They don't, they weren't involved with any of this. So the, the females were allowed, allowed to, to, like, stay over here. Well, the male guards are digging, body, like, digging holes and burying corpses. And then she starts running off of the fucking mouth, and they're like, uh-uh, bitch, get in there. You want to talk to men? You can work with them, too. Um, so there's a journalist that's attached to the British here, and he asked her why she would commit help to commit such atrocities. And she says, and I quote, it was our duty to exterminate antisocial elements so that Germany's future would be <laughs> safe for the future. Boilerplate, I was following mm-hmm. Yeah. So, over a year later, she's in prison with uh, right around 20 other guards. Um, one of them said that her biggest worry about the trial wasn't the fact that she could potentially be found guilty and executed, she had to make sure that she looked good. Uh, so she was, like, demanding makeup, and I need a shower every other day, and uh-huh. this, that, the other. I'd have just kicked her in the fucking teeth until she stopped breathing, personally. Okay? Um, 
but again, she gets on trial. She pulls those followers bullshit. Um, she and two other female guards are sentenced to death. Um, she appealed her fucking conviction to one of the most incompetent boobs that have we've ever mentioned during World War II, British Field Marshal Montgomery, uh, Bernard Montgomery, um, who, if you go way in the way, way back machine, and uh, you hit our Leo Major episode, um, this guy was so fucking incompetent that Leo Major wouldn't accept an award from him. Because he's like, no, this guy's a retard. I, I'm not, no, not happening. Um, so he probably told her to get fucked and suck down another tea and whiskey. And uh, the night before her execution, um, her and a couple other female guards, including super giant asshole Elizabeth Volkenrath, who we could also talk about, but it's a lot of the same shit, just at different camps. Um, they spent the night singing <sighs> League of German Girl songs because they were there together at the same time. So it was a nostalgia. You know, we're singing our songs. and um, She's led to the, the gallows the next morning, December 13th in 1945. And uh, after the noose was placed around her neck, they asked her if she had any final words. She said Schnell, which is quickly, fast in German. Um, door drops, so does she. And, you know, it's kind of unfortunate because she didn't really weigh enough to break her own neck. And the rope might have been a little bit too long. And she just kind of dangled there with her feet just barely off the ground for about 23 minutes before she finally died. Damn. You know, um, shucks. What a, what a I'm, shame. I'm, 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 I am heartbroken. I am too. Like, I really felt for her, you know. I'm, um, I'm, I'm, yeah. So she holds the distinction of being the youngest Nazi war criminal executed during Nuremberg. She died at 22 years old. 20 fucking two years old. We have listeners with kids that are older than that. Wasn't young enough. 22 years old. She should have died in the womb. I don't, I hate saying that. I hate thinking that. She should have died. She should have been fucking stillborn. Or as my father said, she, my dad would say, she should have been chewed up and refucked. Um, she should have been swallowed. Yeah. Um, there's another disgusting human being, female Nazi war criminal that we will talk about at some point in time, who may be even worse, and she got a really neat nickname out of it, the bitch of Buchenwald, Isla Koch, uh, Coke, whatever, cunt, you know, Ilsa, whatever, I don't care. Ilsa Coke. She's a piece of shit, and we could probably talk about her too. Um, because she was worse. The beast of Buchenwald? The bitch of Buchenwald. Oh, Didn't even get beast. She was a bitch. So, um, and she was actually worse. So, um, wow. Yeah, so that's that's Irma Grace, everybody. Wow. Yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah. I almost wonder if we didn't fuck up by not nuking Germany during World War Two. She she's um she's up there. Yeah. She's, like I said, she's first female in the top ten. <coughs> she's in the tens. Yeah. I mean, not not like I'm not putting her like. I'm putting her like. Maybe eight, nine. Now, I I have more respect for Oscar Derlewanger because he was actually out there fighting mm. and committing war crimes mm. than this asshole who was committing war crimes at a camp. True. With nobody that could fight back. True. You know? And she was like one of those typical fucking Nazis where she was like so uppity and everything else. Because yeah. if you look at the like Nuremberg trials. Oh, yeah. With, a lot of know, noses in the air right there. They were all like, whatever, yeah. you know. 
It's not gonna stick. My lawyer will have me out of here in two, in two days. <laughs> That's where you're wrong, motherfucker, because then we also hired an incompetent boob to execute you guys. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we talked about him in the botched executions episode. Can't remember his name off the top of my head, but, uh, more than, more than one Nazi missed when they got dropped and got their fucking faces busted on the door. Which, oh, oh, violin, sad songs. I wasn't here for that one, but that's okay. You were? Botched, no. it, botched ex executions? Mm -mm. Yeah, you were. No, I was, uh, my mom was in the hospital. No, no, no. Your mom was in the hospital for the uh, last meals episode that Seth and I did. I don't remember. The botched, botched executions where we talked about, like, Mary, Queen of Scots. You were here for that. You were here for that yeah, one. Was. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, so moral of the story, the good guys won World War Two. They did. Um. And Lay off the Jews. They've had enough. Yeah. Gypsies, whatever. I mean... Jew. Gypsy. Yeah. They're different. Right. Um, the next Nazi I talk about at some point in time will uh, will be a guy that... Um, he did some weird shit, but he was, like, in combat mm. doing weird shit. So it's different. Okay. It's like, yes, he's a war criminal. He's a piece of shit, and I'm glad he's dead. But he was... He, he did... He wasn't killing defenseless people mm -hmm. as much. Mm -hmm. So, um, actually, I think he might have been one of one of the ones that uh, that got paper clipped, if I remember correctly. I'm not sure hmm. because he, once shit started turning sideways, he kind of left the party, so to speak, and was like, "Yeah, hmm. let's just try to not die, boys." One of those guys, where uh. uh, he was a Nazi out of convenience. Okay. Yeah. Um, his brain was uh, a little more uh, useful somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Huh. Also, interesting fact with the guy that we're going to talk about. You always see, like, pictures of, like, uh, I was I was thinking of, like, Indiana Jones Nazis. Like, uh -huh. the guys that look like they would have been in an Indiana Jones movie uh -huh. with the giant fucking scars and stuff. Uh-huh. Those were done intentionally. Oh. So, during, um, like, SS training and stuff like that, they would do fencing. Uh -huh. And they would, like, if you got your face slashed... Instead of trying to heal it, they'd pack it with horse hair and then put salve over the top of it to make the, the, the fucking scar, like, wide and deep. And then once it started to heal, you pull all that shit out and let it heal. So you have this giant, just fucking mangled-looking scar up your face. It was to look tough. Weird. And it kind of worked. Hmm. You know? But, uh... Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. So the Nazis are still scumbags, right? They are. They still, right? they, still, they still rank up there in the top... Of uh, all scumbags. Yeah, I mean they're like they're not good people. No, none of them. They're the worst cult of them all. Yep. I mean the one that I would go eh, maybe give him a second shot would have been uh who the what the fuck was his last name? The guy that tried to kill Hitler. Tom Cruise. Yeah. Yeah. They're like yeah you know maybe. Well, I mean there's like there's a few that like Herman Goring I think. No, oh no! Oh no! He was not good. Not Goring. Uh. Who am I thinking of? Like, go, not Goebbels. Um, no, Goebbels uh, wasn't a good guy either. Um, uh, what the fuck was his name? He was a, a tank commander at the very, very beginning of the war um, when they first invaded France and then was like, oh, no, 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 no. And they kicked him out because he was like, I'm, I'm not in for this Nazi shit. I'm a military man. Yeah, but there was a few of them that, like, you, know? you know, one of them sucks started a Luger because he was like, eh. Okay, I'm done. Yeah. But anyway. Uh, yeah. All so right. That's this rotten, disgusting bitch. Yeah. Tagged cool. and bagged. 
Uh, with that said, uh, maybe get wanna, headphones for this. Yeah, if you want an extra, uh, you know, extra episode each week, look no further than Patreon. Go over patreon.com forward slash Dark Windows Podcast and get an extra episode for only for five dollars. You get an extra a month, episode. not a even month. a week, a month. You get an fr- extra yeah. episode, and uh, where we talk about some random it's like shit. A dollar seventy-five a week. Yeah. It's just kind of like uh, Patreon is kind of like yeah. our release of like, hey, we'll talk about random shit and bitch about different random Listen, shit. Listen, you can't buy a candy bar a week for a dollar seventy-five. No, right? God forbid a king size. Those are two nineteen. Yeah, at least here. I don't know how they are elsewhere, but you can't buy a candy bar for a week um, for less than our Patreon. Also, do it. Uh, you can go over to another place called Studio. Yep, Studio.com. And run by Swedes, not Nazis. Yes, run by Swedes. Specific. Uh, Viking head, headphone Vikings, not headphone Nazis. Yes. Okay. And uh, they, you know, they have headphones, they have earbuds, they have a Bluetooth speaker. You, you'll find whatever you want there. I mean, you know, they were all good. Headphone Nazis. It'll be very good. Um, what you find, and uh, put it in your basket. And then go to checkout and put the little promo code of Dark Windows 15 in. Get 15% yes, off your entire purchase. Also, social media time. Go on over to Facebook. We're on there, Dark Windows Podcast. We're on Instagram. Dark we also Windows have the Dark Windows Pod. Podcast page. So we have the fan page and the actual page. There's two. Yes. Like both of them. I forget. Yes. And Instagram, Dark Windows Pod. Twitter, Dark Windows Don't bother. Pod. <laughs> Either one. But, uh, yeah. With that said, just because you can't see on the dark doesn't mean the dark can't see into you. Bye-bye. I'm glad this bitch is dead.